Welcome to the Treble Health Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Thompson, audiologist and founder of Treble Health. This podcast is supported by treblehealth.com, the nation's leading telehealth service for tinnitus and hearing loss treatment. Thank you for being here on our podcast and make sure to subscribe to get our newest episodes sent straight to you. Let's get ahead with today's episode. My name is Ben Thompson. I'm an audiologist, and this is the Tinnitus Relief Podcast by Treble Health. Today's special guest, Peter Vernizzi, is a behavioral health specialist and therapist. He has experience with mindfulness-based stress reduction for tinnitus, as well as CBT therapy for tinnitus. If you are interested in the psychological-based treatments for tinnitus, then you must watch this video. There are some tips that are for sleep, anxiety, stress, and panic thinking about tinnitus. Dr. Vernisi is a published author in the American Tinnitus Association's magazine with a recent article he published called A Therapist's Personal Journey Managing Tinnitus. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode and please, as always, like this video, leave me a comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Here we go. Peter, welcome to the Treble Health Podcast. Can you start by telling us how your journey and your work with tinnitus began? Sure. Um, I developed tinnitus about four or five years ago. I just, you know, I'd actually never heard it before. And I noticed these sounds and eventually got me to go to uh, an audiologist and got diagnosed with tinnitus. Looked around like um, everyone else and found there was really not much in terms of uh, that was going to help me out. The one thing I did find uh, that was useful and it came about because I'm a mental health therapist. So I did dig around and and find out that there are mental health interventions that are useful with respect to tinnitus. I mean, see cognitive behavior therapy is one everyone probably knows about. Uh, mindfulness is another one. So in terms of my own personal journey, I, I utilize those. In terms of my professional journey, uh, I ultimately developed a... Um, level of expertise with respect to both of those, some certificate advanced certifications, so I could work with those and use those to work with folks with tinnitus, because I knew that's what had helped me. And I wanted to get to a level of proficiency. I was a therapist at the time. And although I was familiar with you know, CBT and mindfulness, I wasn't at let's say, a level of expertise where I could use those to, to actually work with folks. So I got trained in terms of getting a, a certification as a, for a cognitive processing therapy, which is the type of cognitive therapy that the VA uses for trauma, because I think there's a lot of similarities between trauma and tinnitus. Uh, was trained as a, a qualified teacher of mindfulness-based stress reduction, which is the really gold standard in mindfulness, and just started putting together a, a class for working with folks with tinnitus and developed uh, with the help of, of my tinnitus group, the Arizona tinnitus group, uh, developed a class, an online class that was structured around this eight-week mindfulness-based stress reduction course, working with folks with tinnitus. So I've been using that class, teaching that class now for a little over a year. So that's my main way of working with, with uh, folks with tinnitus is that class. I also see some folks one-on-one -on -one individually. Uh, Excellent. Excellent. So as you yourself were learning about these tools and what could be done and what couldn't be done, you also had your own experience to test things on. Would you mind sharing a bit about your tinnitus and your hearing? Um, what did the results from the hearing test show and what level of tinnitus do you have from a scale of one to 10? How did that end up changing over time through these different therapies that you used? 
Yeah, so I was diagnosed with high-level hearing loss and essentially, you know, told your doctors nothing to be done about it, go home, gave me some supplements to try, but he said they probably won't work. Uh, so that was um, my first experience. I'd say it's my tinnitus probably was at about a level of a seven at that uh, at that point. But it really hasn't. What's changed has not so much been the tinnitus, but just not being impacted by the tinnitus. I mean, working with mindfulness, especially, is a way to I, you slowly. What seems to me is you're actually training the body not to respond in its habitual way to the sound of tinnitus, and that seems to be. Uh, for me, what worked in terms of the process of habituation, the tinnitus is for the past years, it's been into a kind of a steady pattern. It's usually quieter during the day, kind of like a hissing or pipes running in the ceiling. At night, it's often the million crickets. And that's when it becomes, you know, mo most, most bothersome. But uh, I would say overall, that even with that, I'm, you know, pretty much able to, to, to sleep through a night get to bed as if it weren't there. It's just something I no longer react to. I think as a result of, I'd had a mindfulness practice, I should say for decades before that, I'd been actually a meditation teacher trained in the Buddhist Shambhala tradition. So this really, you know, was something I just kind of up got and got really established in my practice and it made this the focus of my practice. And then I found that a very uh, useful thing to do. Yeah. I personally practice in meditation myself for a number of years. For those yeah. who don't know what mindfulness is, there's a lot of overlaps to seated meditation and breathing, but there's also more to it. I'll let you touch on that in a bit. Okay, you've painted this picture now that you developed this tinnitus, you looked for the best resources, you went to your local doctor, and they provided a sort of dead end. They didn't seem to offer a solution. Right. Fortunately, you had some tools available from your clinical yeah. training that allowed you to find ways to cope and manage and better exist with this sound. From our perspective, as audiologists who specialize in this, we do like to see simultaneous sound therapy treatment and psychological well-being treatment. Tell us about what you've learned over the years. What are the common keys, the common takeaways, maybe the themes that keep repeating themselves when you're helping people through this process. What are those points that you think our community here who's listening might benefit from hearing? Yeah, I can't obviously speak to the sound. I do tell folks to work with sound. I think that's fundamentally important. One, um, uh, an audiologist I sometimes consult with, uh, Saul out in LA, he's, he was pretty fundamental is when I start, when you start teaching meditation to tinnitus, tell folks to have sound in the background, you know, at the start. I think that's really important because you don't just want to sit there and focus on the sound of your tinnitus. You need something, some place for your attention to rest. So, you know, when we start out, I've always remembered that. And I think that's really important uh, in terms of working with a, a meditation practice. I mean, I think another thing I, I, utilize with respect to uh, mental health strategies in general is that just like there's a lot of number of strategies to put in your tinnitus toolkit, uh, there's a number of mental health strategies. No single mental health strategy is going to, I think, be sufficient unto itself, or rather they're stronger altogether. Mindfulness and CBT, I think, are great complements to each other. Other therapies that aren't necessarily tested on tinnitus can be sh are shown to work with symptoms that come from tinnitus, like anxiety. So we know I work with uh, things like polyvagal theory or positive psychology to work with the, the nervous system in a number of different ways. So I you know, flesh out a, a system of trying to get a number of mental health interventions together as part 
all of your tinnitus toolkit, not just focusing on the one, uh, have a newsletter and the title of that newsletter is Beyond CBT. Because I think that it's some, it, even if people do focus on mental health, they often just limit themselves to CBT. And I think a whole variety of mental health interventions are useful going forward and working with your tinnitus and that they, you know, that, that they come together and sort of a mental health toolkit for tinnitus. Mm. Let's talk about the timeline here of when someone develops louder, bothersome tinnitus. And then there's this time frame where eventually most people do get to a point where it's no longer a big issue in their life. Right. But there's all this space in between. And that's where professionals like us, that's where the American Tinnitus Association and other organizations can also come in and reduce the suffering in that time of making, hopefully making it quicker, making it easier. And the tools that we in, that we teach the tools that we provide certainly can help get there. How does that apply to your work with the mindfulness, with CBT, with these psychological interventions, mm-hmm. getting people through these stages of habituation? Mm-hmm. Do you have any comments on how you do it? And and maybe, you know, I don't imagine it's easy. It's not easy for our no. clients. So I don't imagine it's yeah. easy for yours either. Yeah. No. Uh, so it's an eight week mindfulness class. That, that's what I tell them that, uh, and we know this, there's been now, uh, last time I checked seven studies, which have shown that this mindfulness training can reduce tinnitus distress. And yeah, I point out, look, this is a training. Mindfulness is not something you tell yourself to do. It's something you train yourself to do. So this program, Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction, was created 40-plus years ago by a guy named John Kabat-Zinn. And it's been shown to be incredibly effective in working with a variety of psychological and physical conditions. It actually started out working with chronic pain, to which there's a lot of similarities with tinnitus that's interesting to, to talk about. But uh, this program you know, is an eight-week program that over time changes our, how we respond to the tinnitus. So with mindfulness, we learn to not be as reactive. We're essentially training the body, whereas CBT trains the thoughts. It's kind of a top-down therapy. Mindfulness is a bottom-up therapy, training the body not to respond in the traditional automatic way to the sound of tinnitus. And uh, the sort of the other interesting thing about mindfulness is it's not just getting people through this, like you said, this 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 chunk of time. What my MBSR is is really the best stress reduction therapy we have, bar none. And so, what you give folks is a stress reduction tool because we know even once you hit this point, we're all dealing with stress and tinnitus. So the thing that I like is people leave they're not just better able to work with whatever stage they're in with their tinnitus, but they have a tool that they can use how they've learned how to work with stress. And so it's this way of getting people through this period by, you know, working them with them, training them, giving them not only mindfulness, but, uh, you know, I throw all other interventions that I know of into this class, but then giving them this tool of MBSR mindfulness-based stress reduction, which is a lifelong way to go about working with your stress. So going forward, we can have our stress in, in much more under control than we did before the class. This is a short break from today's video to announce the Tinnitus Guide by Treble Health. Do you want to learn about the newest tinnitus treatments and management tips? Click the link in the description of this video to get your free copy of the Tinnitus Guide by Treble Health. Let's talk about hope in the tinnitus community and what's possible in terms of recovery. The longer I've worked in this field, the more inspired I am by really dramatic success stories with tinnitus, hyperacusis. Do you have any thoughts on success stories on 
how much better can someone get through these psychological based methods for their tinnitus? Yeah, I, I, I think an extreme improvement. I mean, I have on my, my, um, website, um, a recording of folks in the last week of the class. And it's just, you know, unsolicited, just how are you doing? And I mean, listen to it. I mean, people are tremendously better after those last eight weeks. Uh, my friend, Trudy Jacobson, who runs the, uh, Arizona, a group will tell you it's you know she's one of the think it's just i just it doesn't bother me anymore she said after this this eight weeks well she had had it for a while i think there was a lot of improvement though so i see people come away with a fundamentally different approach to the tinnitus the other thing that i and i love about teaching a class is the community is and as i say the community is as an important part of the healing and they come away having you know been with a group of people for eight weeks uh, I have a private Facebook group for only people who have completed the class. So you have a, the tinnitus community is so vital of the support. So I just think there's a, a tremendous possibility for really changing the, your perspective, the way you relate to your tinnitus, even in an eight-week class. I think that's not the end and people develop and they tell me how they develop over time. But even in an eight-week frame, I think you get a fundamentally different reframe of your tinnitus and as said some hope and a sense of community, which I find a really important part of that whole thing. So um, I'm really encouraged by what I see and uh, working with people in that class, especially. Yeah. We also see dramatic improvements in the work that we do. And for sure. those who are listening, who want that hope, that sense of a brighter future, know that tinnitus can improve through various treatments, various therapies, but it usually does get better over time. Yeah. And uh, something that is an example of how audiologists provide basic CBT is to understand with information and, and research that everyone's hearing gets worse over time, mm -hmm. but tinnitus usually gets better over time. So the level of tinnitus is not correlated to the degree or the progression of hearing loss. And those little pieces of knowledge can be a big part of releasing someone from the fear of the unknown of what's happening in the future. Mm -hmm. What comes to mind from your side of things in terms of um, perhaps CBT-based pitfalls or common negative thinking patterns that affect a lot of us here in our community? Yeah, in terms of CBT, I think one thing I come across as a therapist is guilt based thoughts. Uh, I think there are a number of people who feel bad, feel guilty, have a lot of process in terms of recognizing, believing that there's some guilt, some fault involved or that it could have somehow could have been different and getting people to come to terms with, with that aspect of their thoughts in terms of, uh, you know, how this happened and recognizing, you know, we don't know how it happens. You know, any you know, stuff just happens in the world that we can't explain. And, you know, looking backwards really doesn't have any, any value uh, whatsoever. So, uh, you know, working with, you know, thoughts oriented toward the past are one things that come to mind. You know, all sorts of working with sleep oriented thoughts. I also do, in, you know, CBTI, which is for insomnia. So working with thoughts around that is another, you know, prevalent area. And then going in the future, you know, people think I can never have, you know, my life is, is worthless. It's meaningless in terms of going forward. I'll never be happy again. And this is one thing I work with in the class and individuals is it's what's called acceptance and commitment therapy, which essentially is, is, you know, way too much going to hear. But the basic idea is that what a, a happy, a meaningful life is one lived according to our values. And this is used for all sorts of interventions, all sorts of conditions that the condition itself, our psychic stress cannot impede us from accomplishing our values, what's meaningful to us. 
And by getting people to recognize that this is what a meaningful life is like in my tinnitus or my depression or my physical illness, I can still achieve what's really important to me going forward, despite how the condition of this might be. So those are just, I think, a variety of you know past, present, and future thoughts. Thank you so much. And you talked about sleep and insomnia, something that here in, in comments on YouTube, we get a lot of interest about. Yeah. If you are listening right now and you have some questions about sleep, let them know in the comments and we can have some helpful engagement there. I've reviewed some of the cognitive behavioral strategies for insomnia and the one that I carry and get good responses from our community here is that if I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm trying to go back to sleep and it's been 20 minutes of rolling around to get up, walk to a different room, sit in a chair in a different room, don't go on your phone, don't watch TV, just sit in silence and breathe until you actually get tired again and then uh-huh. repeat the process and try to fall back asleep. That's one that has been a really helpful nugget of information and works for our community, our, those who I've spoken with. Do you have any other tips for the insomnia-based thoughts and CBT related to sleep troubles? Yeah, so I, and I work with you know CBTI, which is particularly CBT focused on insomnia. It's a it's a kind of a separate treatment that requires sleep restriction as well as uh, other other methods of. of Thing. So like you said, getting out of bed at some point when you realize you're not going to fall back asleep and then doing something or breathing or something might, you know, something like reading something that that's going to tax your brain in low light and then going back when you feel tired. Ex- excellent advice. Just doing things like not having you said so associations of behavioral associations. So not having anything in your bedroom except the bed, limiting what happens in the bed to sleep and sex and that's it. So no other implements. So you're training your body not to associate the bed with rest. And that's why you get out of bed when you're not sleepy, because you don't want to associate the bed with being anxious or not being able to sleep. So you get out. So all those sorts of things, uh, like an hour wind down before going to bed, some sort of routine and ritual, no screen time, you know, stuff like that. Just some basic sleep hygiene, which you can find. And if it's really extreme, as I said, then CBTI is a very specific intervention that, that a therapist can, can work with you. But mostly you don't need CBTI. It's just some basic sleep hygiene will, will be very useful. Totally agree. Totally agree. There's a common archetype in the tinnitus community of anxiety, negative thinking, and pursuing information online and how that creates this feedback loop. Any tips on that from from a psychological perspective on how to stop going down those negative thinking, anxious thoughts, pursuing more and more information? One can Mm -hmm. never read everything there is about tinnitus. There's too much. There's there's too many different types of tinnitus, different individual stories, different symptoms, different treatments that people have tried. Uh, It can be really overwhelming for our community. And I'm wondering if you have any uh, psychological well-being tips on how to get out of that trap. There's some good work on anxiety. Um, you know, a, a book by Judd, Dr. Judd Brewer called Unwinding Anxiety talks just about this anxiety loop and how to break it. And essentially what he, he recommends is looking at the anxiety loop of a you know behavior and action and a response and trying to not get so worried about the response of you can't sleep limiting your worry. And that is, so he talks about just being more curious about what's going on. If you find out something is 
you know, you're thinking about something, don't obsess. It talks about, you know, just, um, you know, don't worry about it and, and try to relax the body in relation to it. Get a different association with that, with that habit. Another thing that kind of relates to the working with anxiety and it kind of relates to the sleep thing is developing is what's called the worry time. And that is before you go to bed, writing out all the things you're anxious about and, you know, trying to see if you can figure it out and then putting that away and uh, then not bringing that to bed with you. In terms of just general anxiety, I just, I do have to say that clinically that the tinnitus population has a very high proportion of anxiety, clinical anxiety, distress, and depression. And that if it does get to that level, and it's uh, fairly high in, in tinnitus, look at the research, that seeing a therapist for anxiety is, uh, you know, if, if you really can't handle it, you may have you know, some form of anxiety disorder that is really best handled with a professional. Uh, Peter, can I ask, can I ask a question? What, yeah. And how about, there's almost two groups here. There's group A who had some anxiety before tinnitus and then tinnitus made their anxiety worse. Then there's group B who would say, no, I didn't really have any anxiety before tinnitus, right. but now I'm really anxious because of tinnitus. What right. would you recommend for those different groups? Well, you know, again, I, you know, coming from this with my therapist had is just to get to get checked out because um, anxiety is a condition. There's a lot of good treatments for it. We have not only not only medical, not even primarily pharmaceutical, but if you find yourself in a state of anxiety, I would say regardless of the antecedents to it, and it's gotten enough that it's you know really interrupting with your life and it's becoming a problem. And, and that's something you have to consider and get maybe information from others around that, you know, talking to a therapist is, is actually, you know, not a bad thing to do in terms of just getting it, you know, this is something that we can work with. They can give you battery of a test to test the level of the anxiety, you know, give you some basic strategies for working with different types of anxieties, you know, both regardless of what you came, you know, pr your prior history was, and they'll talk about that in terms of determining whether you might, you know, need some, some other help, but that, that would, that's always my first line in terms of before I know a specific individual is, is, you know, talk to a therapist uh, is I think a really good piece of advice. Yeah. Mental health is so important. Anything we can do to raise awareness about mental yeah. health and, you know, keeping us healthy, keeping us safe, keeping us engaged in our communities and in our families is the most important thing. Peter, we're wrapping up here. Do you have any final thoughts for us about CBT, mindfulness? And then just in a moment, you can tell us uh, where where we can find your work. Okay. Yeah. It's like I, I say, uh, I, I think thinking about mental health in terms of a whole toolkit and not focus on any one particular advice. I always say to, uh, to pick one mental health strategy as the sole one that you're working with is like going to a fine restaurant with a five course meal and picking just one of the courses. They really work together very well for complete mental health picture. So get that side of the, um, of the equation settled down. And, and uh, I guess the other thing I always tell folks is, you know, mindfulness-based stress reduction, an eight-week class, you can take it anywhere. I teach a class, but you don't have to take it about tinnitus. Uh, a mindfulness-based stress reduction course, a just basic course will give you the tools. You'll come out better prepared working with your tinnitus and better prepared to handle your stress. And those find a qualified teacher of MBSR and take a class. I think everyone, every human would be improved. Um, I think it just is a great thing to start with our tinnitus. First thing I would recommend is mindfulness-based stress reduction in eight week, an eight-week class. Excellent. And for those who are here with us um, on YouTube, check the link below the video here. We'll have some links in the description of this video. 
with some more information about mindfulness-based stress reduction, looking for options, how to sign up, et cetera. Peter, really thank you for being here and volunteering your time. Where can those of us who are interested uh, find your work? Okay. So the best place to find everything is at my website. It's just therapistwithtinnitus.com. I have information about my, you can sign up for my newsletter there. You can get a link to my YouTube channel. You can find information from my course, the eight week. I have this eight week MBSR course, mindfulness course, just for tinnitus. And that's, uh, you can also see that at uh, online tinnitusclass.com. So those are probably the two best places. Uh, you can just email me as well at peter at therapistwithtinnitus.com. All right, Peter, thank you so much. Thanks for being thank here you. on the Treble Health Relief from Tinnitus podcast. And we we'll hope to see you soon. Thank you all for right, your work. Thanks. thanks for all you do. Take care. Thank you for watching today's video with Treble Health. Check out our next video by clicking the button on this screen or another recommended video. And if you're not already, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks so much. See you on the next video. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ben Thompson. If you have two minutes, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a five-star review on the Apple Podcast platform for the Treble Health Podcast. Thank you for your time. And if you need any services for tinnitus or hearing aids, please head over to treblehealth.com and our team of expert audiologists will be able to help you via telehealth. Have a great one and see you soon.